Hello guys and welcome back to our podcast, my podcast. But today I have a special guest. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> it is my husband, Sean. He is here. I'm going to just like, we're just going to chat, really. Yeah. Aren't we? We actually haven't, again, I, this is so spontaneous, this podcast. It's just like, let's just like go at it with all of the chaos. Our kids are home. We've bribed them with phones and iPads to just like leave and us. Tim Tams out the fridge. They're bringing up on themselves. Just to like, you know, get them, keep them occupied um but we th- thought that we would just jump on and chat so in podcast one and sean hasn't heard it yet but um i spoke about like in terms of when i started personal development um you kind of didn't get it and you're kind of like what is the go like why are you trying to change i like you the way you are and all those sorts of things mm-hmm. and i guess something i want to ask you is like what and I was, I, I was definitely, there was an element of me trying to get you to do the work back then Yeah. as well. Do you want to riff on that and, and say, like, talk about it? Oh, uh, yeah. How did you feel back then when I first got into it? Very confused. Mm. Um, you were just trying to do all this stuff and completely 180 to all your, well, not 180, but like change a lot of the things that you believed in and this and that. Yeah, and I was just like shocked, and I was like, what, "Where's all this coming from?" Like, mm, it's a lot, isn't it? Mm, it is a lot. Like, yeah, it's a lot for the person going through it too, like the person doing the work. But like, I just, I, I actually think a lot of people don't speak about the other side, like mm. the partner, yeah, of the person doing the work, mm. and like in the journey, because obviously our journey's been like tumultuous at times, but it's like really good now, and you sort of. Still don't fully, I don't think, understand what I do. Oh, look, I don't think I'll ever fully understand a lot of things, but it's like, you know, yeah. just trying to support you in what you do. Right? Yeah. And, but the other day you said that you feel like you've learned a lot about, learned a lot from me about, yeah. like, um, emotional intelligence and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. What, what do you think's contributed to that? Oh, just, you, I think, like, you got to accept it. Like for me, for a fair while, I was like, what is this bitch on about? <laughs> this um, bitch on about? What is she smack she's talking? And when is she going to just chill and stop? But it's like, you just didn't. Like you thought it was stuff. a phase. I did. Yeah. 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 Everyone thinks it's a phase. But it's like, once you start, it's like your life. And you just... Yeah. And I mean, you do chill. I think you just become really hyper vigilant at the beginning of your journey where everything changes and i actually spoke about this on the on the other podcast but like you have this like dark night of the soul where like you you question everything in your life and Mm. you start noticing other people's behaviors and stuff like that it's like when you start anything you start you know you start hard yeah yeah go hard or go home yeah that's it like you know like anything takes off with a rule yeah, and like I think as well, I, I spoke about this in one of my programs, but like we sometimes, and I posted about this, we sometimes think that then we're superior because we've done this work or we're mm. doing this work. And like it's not that you consciously walk around going, I'm better than you, but unconsciously you do. You, you, you kind of hierarchy yourself and you're like, oh, my partner's not going to be able to meet me where I'm at. But then what we forget is that like, you're further along than me in in many other aspects of life and you know i said that to sean the other day was like you're very um how do i like just so non-reactive you just respond and you you, i'm a very reactive person and it's like 
you could get a message that would shake me to the core and I'd react and go into like proving or anger or fight or whatever the thing, but you can just chill and like reply when you want to reply mm. and like leave things, but I can't do that. Well, everybody's different. And, you know, I guess where you're trying to improve in some ways, I might be already there and then mm. I'm trying to improve in other ways and you're already there and, you know, it's, it's at a different level in different aspects. So. Yeah, and you can be, I think it's important too to remember you can be an emotionally intelligent human without having done coaching or reading yeah. personal development books. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be a lot more level-headed or, you know, without doing some of the things, you know. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like we we compromise too though. Like obviously my parenting style has changed a lot since I started doing this work. It's a class driving class. Um and you know, we there's still still some things that we have like differing views on in parenting, but we're getting there, but we compromise. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So and so I also think that like <clears throat> we me doing the work has allowed both of us to communicate a lot better. Oh, I think so, yeah. And yeah. we spoke about... Because you were never really a good communicator when we first started dating. Not really. Like, I've always had thoughts of what I want to say, but a lot of the time I just not say it. Yeah. To try and avoid drama or on uncomfortable situations where definitely since you've been doing that, I think we've both... Forced, but we've just dealt with the uncomfortable situations. Yeah, that's actually something that I really worked on. Was I avoided a lot, and I was playing out a lot of avoidance. And it was like if it felt uncomfortable, I'd just avoid it. Yeah. And like bite my tongue, but that doesn't really get you anywhere in your relationship, does no, it? No, it doesn't get you anywhere. If you're just no. sidestepping around one another, yeah. And then it's like the tension in the house is like. Most of the time, mad. after the most uncomfortable time is the best time, right? Because. You've got off your chest what you want to say or the feelings that you had. Mm, yeah. I, I feel like the thing that you don't want to say is the thing you need to say. Yeah, definitely. You agree? Yeah. And sometimes, like, what... Like, it's not always... Like, time and a place is important too. Yeah. But, like, most of the time, you know, whenever, whenever we have something like that, it's usually when we're fighting or something. And having an argument, and that's when everything comes out on both sides. Yeah. But generally, afterwards is a lot better because we got it off our chest what we wanted to say instead of held it in. Uh, yeah, but I think that the only reason that we quotations fight yeah, when like we have that. a fight is because we've sidestepped each other for a while, that we haven't said what we wanted to say mm. to the point where we've let it get us to a reactive place. No, we don't really fight, fight. Like, nah, we don't. We, we just have... Heated discussion. Not even heated. We just have like, yeah, explain it like really political discussions, like debates. Debates. It is like, like a debate almost, isn't it? Because it's not really fighting. No, like, we don't yell and scream at each no, other. No, or you know, well, sometimes you call me swear words, but not. So I do. I, I do get emotional, but I'm a woman, and but women I get emotional. I always try and keep it PG and keep it cool. <laughs> Sean's an earth sign and I'm a fire sign. So mm. that will tell you what our discussions and like quotations fights are like. It's but most usually... of the time after we have a fight, I feel a lot better. I think we not just... At, not at the very time, but like an hour later or the next day, I think, yeah, it's good. We both said what we need to say. Mm. Yeah. And it does like, I think it's well, Sean's really good at like telling me what I, <laughs> I don't like to say this, but what I need to hear rather than what I want to hear and, and it does hurt my feelings sometimes but it's what, what it's about. It, yeah but it's like he knows that he's going to be doing me a disservice to just tell me what I want to hear 
Mm. And that doesn't get any of us anywhere. No. Does it? Like, no. And so when it comes to, let's call it conflict resolution, mm. I feel like we're pretty good. Yeah. Like we don't do the silent treatment. We don't no. do the go to bed angry. Well, maybe you do a little bit. Mm, not much i used to do it badly i've become a lot better um and like i'll be a bit quieter but that's usually just because i'm processing in my mind it takes me a bit to process like you can tell me something or or whatever or express something to me in the moment and i'll like sometimes deflect it sometimes i'll take it on board it just depends how emotional i am and how gnarly the fucking reflection is (laughs) but i feel like it just takes me a bit to process and then i'll go away and i'll journal and i'll sit with it and then Mm. usually the next day we will always have another conversation just naturally like we don't sit there and go let's have a follow-up but you'll say like i've thought about it and Mm. yep and i'll say yep i've thought about it and you know sometimes you need that time to just like let your ego diffuse a bit for sure um definitely yeah and communication it's just everything isn't it yeah i think it is and it's often i think often it's like in the time of the moment it's like oh yeah whatever and then you think about it it's like oh yeah maybe she's right or (laughs) but sometimes you just you gotta put your shield down and yeah and i think it's important too when you're speaking to a partner not to be like you do this and you do that and use that language of like you're a fuckwit or whatever the thing but i feel this way from what the the thing you've done has made me feel this way rather than being personal and calling them names which is something i used to do really badly Mm. like let's just i'm just gonna put my hand up and say that like i would come at sean and be like you fucking did this and you did that and he would just like of course his ego is going to get defensive straight away because i'm coming at him with this language of like and attacking his like character and stuff like that but nowadays i sort of am a lot better at saying to you like that thing that you've done has made me feel this way yeah rather than making you wrong or or a bad person it's not what i'm meaning i'm just letting you know how it feels when you do that or say that or you know like communication and not putting words in your mouth like um saying you know you think i'm whatever it's it made me feel that way yeah because i don't know what you think or feel so i can't project that Mm. yeah true Communication is key. Communication. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that we've definitely got better at. And listening. Because if you're only communicating, and you're both communicating, and no one's listening... Well, communicating is listening. I feel like communicating is speaking. But yeah, it's like listening is important. In and out. In and out, is it? Yeah. Communication is in and out. Absolutely. Otherwise, it's just listening. Or just speaking. Or just speaking. Yeah. Communicating is back and forth. There you go. Are you sure? A hundred percent. Google it. All right. Well, communication is listening and hearing and speaking and communicating. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Talking about your, your problems and your... Yeah. Just how you're feeling. Like, it doesn't have to be a problem. Yeah. And, like, can we normalise communicating that, that the person, other person's doing a good job or you appreciate them and... Yeah. Like, love languages is something that we've spoken about before. Why, why only communicate when you're having a fight? Communicate when things are good. Let's talk about love languages because this has been a big thing for us because my love language isn't as straightforward as, um, like, words of affirmation and physical touch. And I can hear a child coming up the hallway. Um, it's not as simple as that. It's like, mine's, what's mine? What's my love language? Um, I know. 
Um, consideration. Consideration. Uh, the word was just not coming out. So, yeah. So, like, mine isn't necessarily words of affirmation. So, for those who, lis- who are listening who don't know, the five different love languages are physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, and I'm trying to remember the other one. And quality time. I forgot that one then. Um, and for me, it's like a real mixture, almost of them all, mm. of mine. And it's like sometimes I want certain things and other times I want others. Like sometimes I don't want physical touch and then other times I'm like, give me physical touch, like touch me. Um, but for me, I think I really like consideration. So gifts and like acts of services is generally like my main two and, and quality time though, because it's, I feel like that they're giving me attention and consideration when we have quality time. Um, but for me, I just love to feel considered and that might be chill might be down the street and see something that I like and grab it for me. Mm. Um, or you might like me parking in the different spot. Cause I know you're coming home. Like that's me showing you that I've thought of you and I have considered you yeah. and a lot of people, it blows their minds when I say, I don't think you're feeling unloved. I think you're just feeling un- like not considered. I think maybe a good way to explain it is like thinking of the other person when they're not right next to you. Mm. Maybe. You're... Well, it's kind of like, it's like not being selfless to the point where you're only ever doting on someone else, but it's just not only always thinking about yourself. Yeah. I think you should it's important to be you know self-focused but i think it's if you're in a relationship and or a marriage i think it's important to consider the other person yeah and not just like holding the door open for you know like it's just making for me i I feel as if consideration is thinking of you when you're not there yeah because all the time when you're there like that's easy Mm. because you can be like hey do you want to cup of tea you want a biscuit out of the cupboard whatever but even that's consideration yeah like that for me is a love i make make you a cup up every every night Mm. and for me that's my like that's my love language it's an act of service and it's like a gift as well because i bring it Mm. to you but like that to me is my love language i do that for you every night because Mm. i love you not not just because it's a habit but like then we sit down and we have a cuppa and that's the quality time right and it's like when you don't want a cup, I get really offended. Because mm. I'm like, he doesn't love me. He doesn't want to love me tonight and have that time. But, like, that's special time to me. That's time that we'll, we'll have till we're die, we die together yeah. when we're really old. Don't you think? Yep. Like, that's something that we just kind of established in the last few years mm. since you started drinking tea. Yep. But, like, we have our cuppers and, like, that's our thing. Um, and to me, that is, like, my love language. And we don't sit on the couch t- holding on to each other. Like... No. We'll cut it when we go to bed or whatever. But what are sometimes. your love... Sometimes. If I... Like, I like my space, but... What's your love languages? Tell the I people. Feel, I feel like all of them, really, like, at different times. Mm. I can't pigeonhole any of them. Well, that's the thing. I couldn't say one any more than the other. What makes you feel the most loved? I know what it is. I know what your top one is, I reckon. I don't know. Like... I think acts of service is a big one for you. Like, when I make your job easier. Like... But there's other ones too. That, like when I get considered, like I think is really good. Which is like acts of service is consideration based. I don't think there's any one that stands out more than the other. I think all of them as a whole. Mm, I feel like we. So I'm just greedy. I want all of them. I just greedy. <laughs> Give me them all. <laughs> Touch all me. Tell me I'm amazing. Fucking do the dishes. <laughs> no, like different ones at different times. Like, so 
you know, there's not now there might be this or that, and then other times would be that or this. It's like all of them. Mm. I just love to be loved. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you do you like quality time and all things. I think yeah. that they just change with the season that you're in, or like the mood oh, that you're in as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah, they change with your surroundings and whatnot. Yeah. Sometimes I don't. I don't really care if I'm like considered whatever. Like, it's, and other times it's like I don't really want to be cuddled or touched, but like. Everything else, mate. But then other times you only want to cuddle and touch, yeah, and I'm exactly, like, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Give me space. I, I can't breathe. I, I couldn't say one more than the other. I think all. Well, oh, yeah. What if you had to only have two Ooh. for the rest of your life? Like, I could only love you in two different ways. Words of affirmation is big for you sometimes. Like, if I tell you that I love you and that I'm proud of you, you, yeah. like, get a pep in your step. Yeah. You don't really, you don't really care about gifts. Nah, gifts don't face me. You've never been a gift giver as such either, really. Mm. You, you, not in the early stages. Nowadays you do a bit more. Yeah. Only because you know I like it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that's me considering. Yeah. And I don't like a gifts for the fact of, oh, I want something materialistic. It's like, I love that you've considered. you've considered me. You've thought yeah. about me. You know me. You know what? Like, listening. I guess I'm email. Listening and, like... Knowing that I've said something and you've listened makes me know that you care for me. Yeah. And even friends, when they remember things, like actually nothing hurts my feelings more than when I feel like I've made a connection with someone and I've told them things and whatever, and then they forget. Or they're like, what's your name again? Or they're like, what's your husband? (laughs) What did your husband do again? And I'm like, I've known you for five years and you, you know what I mean? Like we just met on the bus. (laughs) She just knows my whole life story. But, like, I, I feel, like, we were talking about this the other day, when someone remembers your name mm. after you've just met them and then you're, like, see, or, or like, you've met That's them big, once. Big respect. And then you see them down the street and, like, yeah. you, you see them, like, our neighbour. We literally met him when we first moved in May. We met him and John. His name's Wayne. What did you think his name was? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> But not Wayne. It was so different. And he's like, called him the name thinking he was being like, <laughs> thinking he was being like, you know, considerate. Like, what what would you call it? Like, like you, just you try- know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Trying to be like, I remembered his name. Yeah. And he was like, that's not my name. It was fucking name. wrong name. Like. <laughs> it's not my name. It was, so, it was something like John or something oh, like that. I can't even remember what it was now, but he was funny. And then he actually pulled me aside. And he's like, that's not my name. And I was like, fuck, really? <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was nailed it. At least you call me the right name. That's what matters. Yeah, that's it. I'm terrible with names. Although, I do have the nickname Melanie. Because you did call me Melanie when we first started dating. Yeah, only to piss you off. But did you do it the first time to piss me off? Or did no. you do it? <laughs> it was an accident. No, no, no. It was always to piss you off. Oh, I ha- like, anyway. I like the name Melanie, but it's not my name. My name's Melissa. Yeah. Um, so my nickname's Melanie, with an O. I'm actually shocking with names. You're not bad. No. <laughs> I try, like I try. Like. If I, I'm not the best with names, but if, actually I've got a pretty good memory. Like when I was hairdressing, I would remember things about clients that they'd told me mm. many months ago. And they'd be like, Ugh. God, you've got a good me- Can you not burp? They'd be like, God, you've got a good memory. Yeah, like, I'm not editing this, so no. <laughs> This is just the That's chaos like of my life. You know that dad that was like, um, the older dude, he was really cool. Um, and I was like, oh, hey, Ben, how you going? And he's like, <laughs> Ben's my son's name. I was like, ha, ha. I knew it was, it was one of us. One of you was Ben. You, yeah. just, you should have been like, 
Yeah, I was talking to him. Yeah, <laughs> Just playing it off cool. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so, yeah, love languages. I feel like it's really, really important to, like, I feel like it's really important to communicate that. Now, something else that just came to my mind that I feel like is important in a relationship. Let's see if we can, something that's really important to make sure you're doing in your relationship. And I want to say it on the count of three and say, see if we have the same answer. One. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Give me a clue of where you're going with this. Just, I want to, like, I think that there's something that you need to have in a relationship for your relationship. Like, we've been together for 14 years. I've got something in my mind. I'm yeah, not we'll sure we're doing the same thing. Well, we'll say it at the same time. We'll see. <laughs> okay, What's really important to have in a relationship so that it lasts a long time and makes your relationship good. On the count of three. One, two, three. Orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, orgasms, yes, but I was going to say fun. Oh, yeah. But that, yeah. Orgasms are fun, yeah, so right. we could just integrate I seriously both. thought that's where you were going with this. <laughs> this isn't a sex podcast, but we can make it a sex podcast. Um, No, I like. I just feel like it's so important to have fun in your marriage yes. relationship. Of course. All of the things, and that's something we do really well. Yeah. Most of the time. Oh, yeah, a fair bit of the time, yeah. Mm, like I have fun. We are best friends. Like we, we could honestly say we're best mates. Mm. Like we always will be. Yeah. We'll always be husband and wife too. But like we're such good friends. But we also have orgasms with each other. Yeah. And it's like you've got to love having like fun. You got to love fun. Like, I feel like you've got to love each other's company there's too. So many people that don't like having fun. It's like, well, what the fuck else are you going to do with yourself? <laughs> I saw this meme once, and it was like. Make sure you marry someone who makes you laugh because when you're 80 years old with a broken hip and you can't have sex anymore, you're going to be really fucking bored. Like if your husband... did, I think I butchered that. But like if your yeah. partner can't make you laugh, like you want someone who's going to make you laugh until the day you die. Yeah. Because like se- beauty fades and sex fades. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I, I assume so. I don't ask many old people about their sex lives, but... Yeah, we should Maybe we should. But, like, I just feel like it probably gets to a point where it's hard for them to have sex. And, like, if we can't make each other laugh, yeah. what else is there? But it's not even just, like, making each other laugh. We're not stand-up comedians. It's about having fun, doing fun things. Like... We laugh a lot, though. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I don't want to sit at home and just laugh. I want to, like, have fun together and just do and then funny it, things. Like... Yeah, and it's like you've got to like each other's... Can you not burp? No, okay. Stop burping. <laughs> um, we've got to like each other's company. Like, okay. and and I just, I mean, we make each other laugh, but we still have a lot of depth and seriousness to us as oh, well. yeah. I think, you're, like, you can't have one without the other. Like, yeah. I don't think you could have depth and seriousness if you don't have a bit of a laugh and a gag. Like, otherwise you kind of just, if you're not laughing and having seriousness, it's kind of like up and down. Otherwise you're kind of just drifting in the middle and this is plain flat white line yeah you and get that what i'm saying i'm thinking laughing and seriousness and this is like a... yeah the voice thing yeah. um i think that i was going to say something and now my mind's gone blank mm. anyways so back to the orgasms let's actually talk about it do you want to go there yeah absolutely we're not really one to shy away from sex talk and like we're not one to shy away from anything we like we i feel like we have a pretty good sex life yeah it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been healthy lately. Yeah, it has. For me. Um, 
Well, I've been doing a lot of working on my vibration and not the satisfied pro kind, <laughs> the energetic kind. <laughs> and just like, so have you. And I just feel like we've been working on ourselves and just like you've obviously you had a sore foot and then it's better now. So you're feeling a lot better mm. about yourself and you like being able to go and exercise and all that stuff. And I, I honestly feel like when we're both moving our bodies and just doing things and not moving the bodies in bed, but like moving our bodies outside of the house. Yeah. Um, we both feel better about ourselves and then naturally we For have sure. better sex drives. Yeah. But what do you think has been like a massive... Okay, because our sex life hasn't always been like this. No. Nah. It was pretty shit at the start. It wasn't shit, but it was like I wasn't saying what I wanted. You were good at sex, but like we just weren't communicating Once about... Again, it comes into communication. Yeah, and I was really shy and I wasn't yeah. super confident and like not sh- that no one would believe that I was shy but like I was with my body and like what I mm. liked during sex and I kind of just like took it like I just had had sex I just had sex for so just, many just years yeah. and just did it and it was like yes I enjoyed it at times but it wasn't like really ever me focused and mm. it wasn't until I was like you were like tell me what you like and I did that we were able to just like Make it better for everybody. Make it better for everybody. Make it not just one-sided. There's so many couples out there having sex to get their husband off. And yeah. that's it. Mm. Or to make babies. Yeah. And, like, no shame if that's if you're listening right now and, like, that's what you do. I, I it's, it's There's no shame in that. But it's, like, it can be really good. You just need to speak up and try new things. Communication again. Communication. And people always ask me. It's honestly, every time I do a question box, someone asks, how do you... Keep your sex life spicy. Yeah. But how would you answer that question? Um, well, a good question. I think, um, yeah, you just, you got to want it and you got to try and, what's the word for it? You got to work to make it happen. Like, especially with kids and stuff, it can be a bit hard because there's always kids around or it's like. Yeah. It's easy to make excuses. It's easy to make excuses. And, oh, you know, it's like, oh, the kids are here, there. It's like, make not even make a little bit of time, but it's like, don't just write it off. Mm. Does that make sense? And a lot of men just have a wank because it's easy. It's quick. They don't yeah. have to put in any, in any work. And we've spoken about this as well, mm. which we won't go right, right into it. But like, it was something where I was like, why are you just doing that? And like, then you're not really like wanting me. And yeah, um, yeah it, it's like, I had to communicate how I was feeling as well. And be like, I want you to do this. Or I want you to try with me or whatever thing. But something really interesting that I realized today is in human design, you're going to glaze over because you don't really know that much about this, but I'm a manifester. So we are designed to initiate, right? Yeah. And you're a projector. Do you even know that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you told didn't. me. I've told you. And projectors wait for the invitation. Yeah, so, so true. I wasn't, I didn't realize until literally today when I was at brunch with my friends talking about it, that I was always like waiting for you to initiate, but I'm, you're not the initiator. You're 99 the, you're times out of a hundred, you will initiate sex. Yeah. And that's because. Like I'm right there ready to go, but most of the time I'm on when you're ready to go. Yeah. And like, I feel like all the time but like a lot of the time it made a lot of sense today because i was always like why isn't he initiating why am i the one that has to initiate it but like 
And it's not to use your human design as a cop-out to like, oh, well, then you can't ever initiate sex, right? It's like just knowing, oh, well, that makes sense now because I am an initiator. Yeah, that makes sense. And so it's like, for me, really cool to look at that and go, well, then, oh, I need to stop waiting for the invitation when that's not my fucking authority. My authority is to initiate. I like that. So we're probably about to have a whole lot more sex because I'll be initiating 24-7. I like that. But, um, yeah, I think that, like, that's where human design, like, actually, it's, it's just so weird how that complains with you. Maybe so there like, is something in it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because it was a little while there where it was like I was trying to initiate all the time and it just it just felt like... wasn't the right time. It just wasn't... It didn't work. Like Yeah. Whether it was like you like to initiate or whatever, but it was like... I just got sick of it and I was like, oh, whatever. Right. Yeah, and something else that I said to you how it is, was right? like, sometimes I'm, I want my mind changed. Like, sometimes I say no, but I'm like probably on the fence of like, if he, like, because for me, foreplay starts during the day. Mm. Foreplay starts before you even think about having sex. It's like the things that it's you do. It's not just physical. No, it's not just vagina rubbing and like <laughs> dick licking. It's like, <laughs> it's like. Foreplay is this, like foreplay is talking, it's mm. getting deep, it's like the cheeky looks at work, it's like the the cheeky messages or whatever the thing, it's like... It can be anything, but yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be like in the bed. There's nothing that dries up your pussy more than someone saying, do you want to have sex? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'm wet, drop the panties, <laughs> let's go, it's like... No, I, like, and, and for a lot of women, I mean, that might be their thing, but for me, it's like, fuck my mind first. Yeah. Like, if you can't fuck my mind, you can't fuck me. Yeah. And so it's like, stimulate me, but in, not even in the, the vagina. Like, stimulate my mind, stimulate Mentally. my energy, like, flirt with me. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm, I love flirting, and I'm like, flirt with me. Like, and, and that's something that I think, yeah, we do well. We have banter. Mm-hmm. We have cheekiness in our relationship. Well, definitely, like, especially lately, like, I've known that more now, where it's like, oh, yeah, cool. That I like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just only because I've just started communicating it. That's right. As well, for a lot of women, they don't know what they like. Yeah. Because you have to, you have to see something or feel something and go, ooh. Yeah, that's it. That actually turned me on, like, my fucking praise kink. Did I know a year ago (laughs) that I have a praise kink? No. I heard a fucking TikTok sound of this guy being like, I can't even do it because I can't keep a straight face. But he was being like, it was, he was praise kinking someone, right? Mm. And I was like, oh my God, that just turned me on. And it's like, it's definitely a daddy issue thing. That's okay. That's a whole nother story. But like, do you know how many people when I posted on that, on my Instagram about that, the day that were liking it? I was like, you dirty little bitches. I know which of you have praise kinks now. And so many women like that stuff. And like, we obviously want to be, we want men to take control in the bedroom, yet we control them in life. Mm. Like we, this. Let's talk about this because the the fucking directions in the car, yeah. right? Like me always telling you where to go and what to do, and it's like I don't necessarily control you. Like I never say you can't go do that. I used yeah. to, but like I don't control what you do and all of those sorts of things. But there's there's some certain aspects in day to day life that I can't let go of control. And it's like, if you're controlling your partner, how are you going to expect them to shift into the control energy or the dominance energy in the bedroom? Mm. Like, you've actually got to soften out of that need for control a little bit in life for them, for you to, you guys to be able to step into your masculine energy. Yeah. Or, like, communicating about it. It's like, okay, I'm a fucking controlling bitch. 
all the time, but like I want to be in the bedroom, enjoy. choke me, daddy. Like, <laughs> oh my you know, god! And that's, that's what comes into communication again. It's like you know, yeah, you gotta let people know what you want, because otherwise, how the fuck else are they gonna know? Yeah, and because some for some women, like like for example, the last like even in the garage before, you kind of like you didn't choke me, but you, like grabbed my neck, kind of like you grabbed me a bit more firmer when you kissed me, and I was like, oh my god like melt <laughs> but like for some women they wouldn't like that so it is communication oh. it's like some women want to be tenderly like soft and tender like a rose you know but yeah. i'm not a really a rose i'm like more of a brass tree like i'm pretty sturdy oh, that's... <laughs> yeah i guess it's one of those from a man's perspective it's you're like do you really want to just be like i don't know do you want to grab it by the throat one day and see if that works or then mm. i don't know tap her on the back the next day and see if that works. It's a bit hard to be like, oh, how are we going to go here to see what what works and what turns it on? Can we please just talk about the choking thing for a minute? We need to educate people on here because we learnt this the hard way. We, I, I didn't. I learnt this the hard way. Well, you did because we, like, I saw this choking thing and I'm like, right. Um, this whole choke me daddy This vibe, choke like, me daddy I was like this seems hot right It seems hot So I sort of said to Sean Like I, I kind of want you to like Give it a little go right We're fucking sitting outside We'd had a few drinks One night We're sitting outside our house And he walks up And grabs me by the Like it was He was trying to initiate sex I thought we were having sex when we did it No we weren't having sex yet mm. And he grabs me by the throat and he fucking <laughs> choke slams me like he's in WWE. Did cuts not. off, cuts off. Well, it was it was like you the way you grabbed me. We didn't realize you're supposed to squeeze the sides, not like fully choke. And he fucking choked me, and I lost it and I pissed my pants like actual wee in my pants, like pissed myself. And I was like, I'm pissing. And he was like, oh, oh. And I said, I, you just choke slammed me like it's WWE. And we realized we had to Google it. Because I'm like, that's not enjoyable. Yeah. And then we Googled it and it was like, you don't want to like, you just want to, yeah, squeeze the it's sides. more of a side squeeze. <laughs> and not an air, air pipe fucking blocking off. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's what you did. You like, you didn't, you weren't so rough. But the way you did it, it was like. Like took a... me by surprise and cut my circulation off and I just thought it was so funny that I pissed my pants and I was like that was not the choking experience I was imagining. I was going in for the like choke and kiss and she just pissed her dax and I was like <laughs> did I do it wrong? Or... <laughs> this... What happened here? It's not how it's supposed to be. Anyway, is, maybe you're that piss. piss. <laughs> is, that, is that piss or are you just excited to see me? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I actually can't. And I think we actually have to re- review that together and be like, right. It's probably not our We're thing. not putting pressure on the windpipe from the front. It's maybe more of just like a light squeeze on the sides. Yeah, a light squeeze. And it's not something I think that... I've decided then we will ease up on the choke. <laughs> no, I don't want anyone to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any casualties. I felt like I was in WWE. Like, it was so funny. But anyway. Um... That's another story. That's another story. This got really, like, intense really quickly. Um, but I think we'll leave it there because I have to go meal prep. Mm. It's dinner time. I enjoyed this. We'll do it again. We will. We'll do it again. We'll get, we'll make this... What can we call the segment that you're on? I don't know. Mr. and Mrs. Shit talking with Sean. 
Mr. and Mrs. Custer. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Say bye. Bye.